Welcome back to Tears for Fears, where we help you get you over your fear of playing the tears game on DraftKings. I'm your host, Megan Schaup, and you can follow me on Twitter at Megs08DFS. And since the NFL season is finally back and the Tears game is finally back, let's celebrate and like this episode and, of course, subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. Before we get started, I have to thank our sponsor, Run the Sims. Run the Sims is a brand new fantasy tools site that we'll be using here all season long to help us make our tiers decisions. Now in this episode, we're going to go tier by tier and identify our core plays and fades. And we're even going to start to build a tiers lineup. So let's jump right into it. Before we get started, a couple reminders first. Be sure to check out our very first Tears for Fears episode where we broke down tiers strategies. You're going to see a lot of these in play today. Next, be sure to check out all the great tiers tournament options on DraftKings. There's a huge $5 tournament with a top prize of 50k, but there's also a lot of great other single entry and 3max tournaments too. Also, if you disagree with my core plays and fades, I get it. We're not always going to agree about the same game script, player usage, and game totals to help select and make our plays. So just go with your gut, but try to use the same strategies we've been talking about so that you can have an edge in tiers. Next, take stands early. In weeks one through four, we think we know, but we actually have no idea until we get more data. So take advantage of that and play the players that you truly believe in. With that said, it's okay to hedge and play some guys outside of your core plays, because again, we are not always right. And finally, be sure to keep in mind for the games and the teams that have a very high total, it's okay to play two or three players from the same team in the same tiers lineup. But for the games or teams that do not have as high a total, maybe just keep it to one player per tiers lineup. With that, let's move on and go into tier one. All right, tier one. Remember, in these first four tiers, I'm not concerned about ownership. I'm literally picking the players that I think are going to score the most points. However, if I find a good ownership leverage point, I'm going to take advantage of it. And you're going to see what I mean in just a minute. So in tier one, we have Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, and Russell Wilson. And we're going to go over to Run the Sims and their percentile projections tool. And if we look at the 90th percentile projections, that's basically the ceiling outcome. And of course, Mahomes and Murray are the highest. So Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray are my core plays for Tier 1. And it's simple. They have the highest ceiling and they're in exceptional game environments for potential shootouts. If you want to take a ownership leverage stand, the play is going to be Russell Wilson because I think he's going to be the lowest owned by far and very well could have a ceiling game here. So I will sprinkle a little bit of Russell Wilson in. And I'm fading Josh Allen. I sound insane, right? Well, here's where I'm taking a ownership leverage stand. Could Josh Allen be the highest scoring quarterback? Of course. But all three of the other quarterbacks are in higher total games. And while Buffalo throws at an exceptionally high rate, I think Pittsburgh will be a little more run heavy this year with Najee Harris. So I don't know that it's necessarily going to be the shootout that everybody's predicting. So I just don't see a ceiling game from Josh Allen this week. And I predict him that he'll be the second highest owned quarterback behind Mahomes in tier one. So that's a huge leverage point if he is not the highest scoring quarterback in this tier. So for this lineup, I'm plugging in Patrick Mahomes and I'm moving on. In tier two, I'm not worried about ownership here either. I'm just going to play the best player too. In tier two, we have Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Travis Kelsey. And my core plays are going to be Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. 
and I'm mostly going to play Christian McCaffrey. Let's go over to the Run the Sims rangefinder tool and you're going to see that McCaffrey has a much higher win rate than any of those other players by a wide margin. So I'm mostly going to play McCaffrey, a little bit of Dalvin Cook, and I may sprinkle in a little bit of Derrick Henry and Kamara just to hedge. But I am fading Travis Kelsey here. I love Kelsey this week and I will have plenty of him in Classic, but I just don't see him outscoring these stud running backs. So for Tier 2, I'm putting Christian McCaffrey in my lineup. In Tier 3, we have Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Calvin Ridley, Nick Chubb, and DK Metcalf. And my core plays are going to be Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and Calvin Ridley for the simple fact that I think they have the highest projected ceiling. If you're playing a low-owned Russell Wilson, I think it's fine to stack him with a low-owned DK Metcalf here. And I'm fading Nick Chubb. I just don't think this is a good game script for him against the Chiefs. And if we go back over to Run the Sims and their rangefinder tool, you can see that Nick Chubb has a significantly lower win rate than these top flight receivers. You'll also notice that while I love Tyreek Hill in Tier 3, Devontae Adams has a higher win rate. So for this lineup, I'm putting in Devontae Adams. I was tempted to stack Tyreek Hill with Mahomes, but remember, you don't have to force a stack, and you may see a stack here with Adams here shortly. For Tier 4, you have DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, James Robinson, Justin Jefferson, and Jonathan Taylor. And two guys stick out to me like a sore thumb, and that's DeAndre Hopkins and Stefan Diggs. Yes, I know I said I'm fading Josh Allen in Tier 1 as ownership leverage, but just like you don't need to force a stack, you also don't need to fade the whole team if you don't choose the quarterback. Last year against the Steelers, Diggs had 32.1 DK points when Allen only had 19. So I definitely could see a similar situation where Diggs could reach his ceiling with volume. And I absolutely love the Cardinals-Titans game environment. I think that game could shoot out and I'm going to have a lot of tiers stacks heavily on that game. So I love DeAndre Hopkins here. If you want a major ownership discount, look at James Robinson and Justin Jefferson. If Carlos Hyde doesn't cut into Robinson's workload too much, he could be a sneaky play when everybody's talking about the Jaguars receivers. And Jefferson always has the potential for a huge game, so I'll take a couple shots with him too. I am fading Jonathan Taylor. This is one situation where I need to see the Colts offense this season with Wentz and a new offensive coordinator before I can really trust it. So for Tier 4, I'm putting in DeAndre Hopkins to the exposure to that game that I think could shoot out. In Tier 5, we have quarterbacks again, and this time it's Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Ryan Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, and Jalen Hurts. And my core plays are Aaron Rodgers and Ryan Tannehill. I'm big into narratives, and here's one. Don't fade a pissed-off Aaron Rodgers. I think we learned that last year. But he is the league MVP, and I think he's going to run it back and have a similar season in his last dance with the Packers. And Ryan Tannehill, again, plays in one of my favorite games this week to potentially shoot out. I may sprinkle in a little of Matt Ryan because he will be loaned and his team plays at a fast pace against a weak Eagles defense. I'm fading Kirk Cousins, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts. I don't see Cousins having a ceiling game, but rather Mike Zimmer feeding Dalvin Cook. And Justin Herbert is facing a very tough Washington pass rush, which is not a recipe for a ceiling game. The most shocking fade to most, I'm sure, is Jalen Hurts. No, this isn't because I'm a Washington fan. I'm just not as bullish on Hertz as many others are. He doesn't even have a full four-game sample size from last season. And in the three full games he played, he reached ceiling one time. He has a new coach and is still lacking weapons, so I'm not buying the dip as many are saying. 
and so many are saying it, that I think Hertz is going to be massively owned and could be the highest owned quarterback in this tier. So I'll go ahead and play, take the ownership discount and play the reigning MVP with a chip on his shoulder. So put in Aaron Rodgers. In tier six, we have a mix of running backs, receivers, and a tight end. We have AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, Austin Eckler, George Kittle, and Terry McLaurin. And my main core play is AJ Brown. If we hop over to run the Sims, you'll notice that AJ Brown's ceiling games are right there with the top receivers in tier three. He's also in that Cardinals Titans game that I love to target this week. If I'm not playing A.J. Brown, I'll play a little Terry McLaurin and Keenan Allen. They're both in volume-condensed offenses, and I like that. If Curtis Samuel is out for Washington, that opens it up even more for Terry McLaurin and gives him more market share. And Keenan Allen could get there on volume alone. I am fading George Kittle, Aaron Jones, and Austin Eckler. As we know, Eckler is dealing with a hamstring issue, and we're waiting to see his status, but that gives me more reason to fade him here. So for Tier 6, I am playing A.J. Brown and stacking him with Hopkins from Tier 4 as a little game stack. In Tier 7, we have Adam Thielen, Joe Mixon, Julio Jones, Tyler Lockett, Miles Sanders, Raheem Mostert, Saquon Barkley, and Najee Harris. For this tier, I love the opportunity for Joe Mixon to kick off the season. I have to believe the Bengals will try to ease Joe Burrow back in, and what better way to do so than to lean on Mixon? Plus, Mixon is only competing for touches with Samaji Pirine. So if we hop over to run the Sims, you'll notice in the rangefinder tool that Joe Mixon blows out his competition in this tier. He also has a similar touchdown market share to running backs in much higher tiers. Now, I'm also going to have some exposure to Julio Jones, because again, I love that game stack in that game. And I want a little Najee Harris, too. He just has that incredible bell cow role that I'm excited to see, and I want to jump on early. I'm fading the rest of these guys, because I need to see Barkley back from injury first, and the rest of the players are well behind Mixon in the win rate for ceiling. So Joe Mixon is my Tier 7 play. And finally, we made it to Tier 8. In Tier 8, we have Miles Gaskin, Robbie Anderson, Antonio Gibson, Mike Davis, Corey Davis, T. Higgins, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Kyle Pitts. Remember in the strategy show where I said the last couple tiers is really where you want to look for those low-owned gems and the players that people aren't talking about? Well, I see two players that fit that profile. There's a game that I really love that I think could hit the over that people aren't talking about, and that's the Jets-Panthers game. So I'm obviously talking about Robbie Anderson and Corey Davis. Both Anderson and Davis are going to be very low-owned, and again, I think that game has the potential to shoot out. Is it uncomfortable? Yes, but most plays in Tier 8 are very boom-bust and are going to make us nervous. The other two players I like are two running backs that easily could have been in Tier 7 based on their market share and role, and that's CEH and Antonio Gibson. So I'm going to have exposure to both, and I don't think either of them are going to carry a lot of ownership. And as you can see from the Run the Sims player percentile projections, Corey Davis, Robbie Anderson, CEH, and Antonio Gibson are the highest ranked for their ceiling. My fades include Gaskin, Pitts, T. Higgins, and Mike Davis. With Gaskin and Pitts, they just come in much lower in the percentile projections, so I just don't think it's likely they're going to hit their ceilings. And Higgins and Mike Davis are going to be very high owned this week, so that's more of an ownership fade with them. I'll leave Tier 8 blank, but as you can see, I got access to a lot of my favorite games in Chiefs vs. Browns, Cardinals vs. Titans, and Panthers vs. Jets.
I still got a quarterback wide receiver stack in Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers, who I think are the strongest in those tiers. And I'm making a strong ownership fade with both Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. And in tier eight, I'll be targeting one of the lower owned players to continue to make my lineup unique. So what do you think? How did I do? Leave a comment as to your favorite core plays, fades, and game stacks for tiers this week. Thank you again for joining me for this week's Tears for Fears. Starting next week, we're going to take a look back at results and see where we could have improved in our process. We're also going to look at field data to see where our opponents are doing and see how we can constantly look for an edge. So that'll do it for the week one Tears Breakdown. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Megs08DFS. Of course, like this episode and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network. And don't forget our sponsors at Run the Sims. They're going to help you make Tears decisions and help you with your DFS lineups. All right, everybody, let's go out there and make some money, and I'll see you back here next week. 